Welcome to Jeff's Letters. This is an audio narration of Jeff Bezos's annual letter to shareholders. My name is Preet Anand, and I am your narrator. There's so much wisdom in these letters that they need to be as accessible as possible, and that's why I'm putting them on audio. This is a non-commercial effort, with public education being my goal. Now, on to the letter. The financial results for 2009 reflect the cumulative effect of 15 years of customer experience improvements. Increasing selection, speeding delivery, reducing cost structure so we can afford to offer customers ever lower prices, and many others. This work has been done by a large number of smart, relentless, customer-devoted people across all areas of the company. We are proud of our prices, our reliable delivery, and our in-stock position on even obscure and hard-to-find items. We also know that we can still be much better, and we're dedicated to improving further. Some notable highlights from 2009. Net sales increased 28% year-over-year to $24.51 billion in 2009. This is 15 times higher than net sales 10 years ago, when they were $1.64 billion in 1999. Free cash flow increased 114% year-over-year to $2.92 billion in 2009. More customers are taking advantage of Amazon Prime, with worldwide memberships up significantly over last year. The number of different items available for immediate shipment grew more than 50% in 2009. We added 21 new product categories around the world in 2009, including automotive in Japan, baby in France, and shoes and apparel in China. It was a busy year for our shoes business. In November, we acquired Zappos, a leader in online apparel and footwear sales that strives to provide shoppers with the best possible service and selection. Zappos is a terrific addition to our endless Javari, Amazon, and ShopBop selection. The apparel team continued to enhance customer experience with the launch of our denim shop offering 100 brands, including Joe's Jeans, Lucky Brand, Seven for All Mankind, and Levi's. The shoes and apparel teams created over 121,000 product descriptions and uploaded over 2.2 million images to the website, providing customers with a vivid shopping experience. Approximately 7 million customer reviews were added to websites worldwide. Sales of products by third-party sellers on our websites represented 30% of unit sales in 2009. Active seller accounts increased 24% to 1.9 million for the year. Globally, sellers using fulfillment by Amazon stowed more than 1 million unique items in our fulfillment center network, thereby making these items available for free super saver shipping and Amazon Prime. Amazon Web Services continued its rapid pace of innovation, launching many new services and features, including the Amazon Relational Database Service, Virtual Private Cloud, Elastic MapReduce, High Memory EC2 Instances, Reserved and Spot Instances, Streaming for Amazon CloudFront, and Versioning for Amazon S3. AWS also continued to expand its global footprint to include additional services in the EU, and a new Northern California region, and plans for presence in the Asia-Pacific region in 2010. 
The continued innovation and track record for operational performance helped AWS add more customers in 2009 than ever before, including many large enterprise customers. The U.S. Kindle store now has more than 460,000 books, an increase from 250,000 last year, and includes 103 of the 110 New York Times bestsellers, more than 8,900 blogs, and 171 top U.S. and international newspapers and magazines. We have shipped Kindles to more than 120 countries, and we now provide content in six different languages. Senior leaders that are new to Amazon are often surprised by how little time we spend discussing actual financial results or debating projected financial outputs. To be clear, we take these financial outputs seriously, but we believe that focusing our energy on the controllable inputs to our business is the most effective way to maximize financial outputs over time. Our annual goal setting process begins in the fall and concludes early in the new year after we've completed our peak holiday quarter. Our goal setting sessions are lengthy, spirited, and detail oriented. We have a high bar for the experience our customers deserve and a sense of urgency to improve that experience. We've been using the same annual process for many years. For 2010, we have 452 detailed goals with owners, deliverables, and targeted completion dates. These are not the only goals our team set for themselves, but they are the ones we feel are most important to monitor. None of these goals are easy, and many will not be achieved without invention. We review the status of each of these goals several times per year among our senior leadership team and add, remove, and modify goals as we proceed. A review of our current goals reveals some interesting statistics. 360 of the 452 goals will have a direct impact on customer experience. The word revenue is used eight times and free cash flow is used only four times. In the 452 goals, the terms net income, gross profit, or margin, and operating profit are not used once. Taken as a whole, the set of goals is indicative of our fundamental approach. Start with customers and work backwards. Listen to customers, but don't just listen to customers. Also invent on their behalf. We can't assure you that we'll meet all of this year's goals. We haven't in past years. However, we can assure you that we'll continue to obsess over customers. We have strong conviction that that approach in the long term, is every bit as good for owners as it is for customers. It's still day one. Commentary. This letter is a fun one. It starts with Jeff almost taking a victory lap and a massive inventory of just all of Amazon is doing, as well as all that Amazon has achieved. But then he zooms in into how they set goals. And that even at this scale, and even with this amount of stakeholders and share owners, they still spend the majority of their effort and their goal-setting focus towards customers and what they, can, what they can actually ship, not necessarily on how it's going to be received. My takeaway from this is just like Stephen Covey articulated a long time ago, you know, there's this circle of control. And then there's the circle of influence. 
you've got to be aware of the things that affect you. You've got to be aware of the world around you. Um, but you always need to first put your focus towards what you can control. I hope you enjoy this letter, and I'll see you at the next episode. <laughs>